Of all the people you know, which one do you know the best? And what is it about your knowledge of that person that's different from your knowledge of other people? And how does it compare to your knowledge of Christ? Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. It stands to reason that if you are living in God's universe, the most important thing there would be would be to know God, right? The God who created the universe. J.I. Packer put it well. He said, once you become aware that the main business that you are here for is to know God, most of life's problems will fall into place on their own accord. That's really true. If we can just get, get it straight, why we're here. We've been studying through the book of Philippians. We're in chapter 3, right in the middle, which is all about knowing Christ. And if you doubt that, just see if you can, let me just read here, see if you can pick up on any particular theme in this paragraph. Philippians 3 eight says, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in Christ through faith in Christ. I want to know Christ and the power of Christ's resurrection and the fellowship of Christ's sufferings becoming like Christ in his death. Now I'm just going to go way out on a limb here and say, I think this paragraph has something to do with knowing Christ. Okay? <laughs> And as I told you before, this is, this is knowing Christ, not just information about Christ. It's experiential, relational, personal knowledge, knowing someone. Just as you can only um, uh, know the taste of food by actually eating it, or you can only know the glory of great music by hearing it, you can only know the beauty of a sunset and magnificence of it by seeing it, so it is with Christ. He must be known experientially or he's not known. In fact, the illustrations of, of uh, seeing light and tasting food and hearing music, all of those fall short of, of, the, of the depth of richness of what it means to know a person because the, knowing a person is the most profound, most complex, most multifaceted kind of knowing that there is. There's so many ways, so many facets, so many different levels that you can know someone. Um, think about the people you know and the different ways that you know them. You can know a person's history, right? Their background. You can know a person's characteristics. You can know their thoughts and their feelings. You can know their attitudes and motives and inclinations and preferences and desires and dreams and aspirations and failures and successes and values and beliefs. You can experience what that person is like in a thousand different contexts. Right? What he's like here, you, what he's like when he's laughing, or when he's scared, or excited, or angry, or perplexed, or discouraged, or hopeful, or irritable, or exhausted, or asleep, or interested, or uninterested. What he's like in each one of those cases. So many ways you can know another person. Um, you can know a person by experiencing what they do. Like somebody says, oh, do you know Dr. So-and-so? Uh, yeah, not only do I know him, he's my doctor. Okay, so now you not only know that he's a doctor, you know him as a doctor. You've experienced his doctoring, right, firsthand. It's one thing to know a judge personally. It's another thing to experience him as your judge. It's one thing to know that a guy is a father. It's another thing to experience him as your father, right? 
Now, you apply all of that to knowing Christ, and you see all the different levels of knowing a person, you apply that to Christ. The depth and the richness and the complexity of that is, it increases exponentially when it comes to Christ, because Christ is the only person in the world who is infinite. And he's also the only person in the world who is always with you. If you're a believer, he's always there. No one else is like that. Your spouse is like, you're not even like that. Because when you're asleep, you're not even paying attention to yourself. right? And he's there the whole time. And so we, we know Christ. And we all have different levels of knowledge of Christ. You know him at one level. You know him at one level. You know him somewhere. And we all know him in different ways. For example, some of you... Know Christ deeply, intimately, personally, in different ways, but you haven't yet come to know him very well as the God of all comfort. Right? You haven't experienced that. You have no idea. I mean, you've read about his comfort, you know about it, you've heard about it, but you have no idea what it's like to, to be racked with pain and then to receive sweet, satisfying, uh, joy-giving comfort from Christ while the pain is still just as severe as ever. You've just not experienced that. Um, Some of you are just now starting to experience that side of Christ. Some of you know Him intimately as comforter. You have experienced that big time, but, but you only have a superficial knowledge of Him as the awesome judge. Some of you know Him... Uh, as one who can redeem anything. You've experienced him as someone, someone who can make something beautiful out of the most horrific mess imaginable. You've experienced that firsthand. Others of you have heard about that. You've read about it. You haven't really experienced that. Um, I've heard of Christ, uh, as, I've, I've heard of God as being a father to the fatherless. I've heard of that. I've read about that. But I've never really experienced much of that side of him. Because I had an, a loving earthly father. And so I haven't really been fatherless. Some of you have experienced, you were fatherless. And you experienced God as your caretaker and protector and guide and disciplinarian and role model and provider in a time when your earthly father was just failing miserably at that. Some of you have known Christ as a husband to the widow. Others haven't. Some of you have known him as a father in the prodigal son story who ran to you and embraced you and threw a robe around you and celebrated when you came back from a time of disobedience and wandering that you thought was unrecoverable and unforgivable. Others haven't really experienced that. Maybe you were saved at a young age and you never really had a significant time of, of rebellion and, and you just never experienced that side of him. You don't know him at that depth. The whole New Testament is really just a giant discussion of all the various aspects of knowing Christ, what knowing Christ is all about. That's, that's the Bible. That's the Bible. Which aspects of knowing Christ would you like to deepen at this time in your life? What if you made it your goal today to experience Christ in that way as much as possible today? Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of Philippians, 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.